You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Yo, what is up, everybody? This is your boy Eman coming at you with episode 72. Listen, man, yo, it's been a minute. It's been a while since I've taken this long off between episodes. It's actually been two weeks, but I'm back. I do apologize. You know, on average show, man, he has personal stuff to take care of. You know what I mean? Got a family to raise, got a family to take care of. But even though the personal life gets in the way, I still come back and do what I love to do, which is talk about sports and get busy with it. All right. So, of course, I'm coming back with the heat. Have a huge episode today, man. I really, there's a couple of things I want to go over today. And I want to start with, with some NBA. Because I, I've been you know analyzing since the season started, more or less mapping out how the season is going to go by. And I don't want to give you the just the ones that are, you know it's automatic, the the ones that you know what's going to happen, like the Lakers and the Clippers and all that good stuff. It's too early for that kind of stuff. But I want to go over about one team, one team that everybody right now is completely putting the nail in the coffin saying they're never going to be relevant again. It's about one team that I want to go over right now. And let you know that they have a plan, even though it doesn't seem like it right now because they're losing. You can't even recognize a starting rotation at this moment, but they will be relevant. Again, this is just a hiatus, a pause. And that team I'm talking about is the Golden State Warriors. Let me break down to you what the Golden State Warriors master plan is going to be after this season. And don't get it twisted. Even though they're losing, this season is not going to go to waste. Because they do have a master plan in place that's going to take them back to the NBA Finals in 2021. With Kevin Durant now in Brooklyn, selling out and decides to leave a dynasty to go play with a dumpster fire. He's gone. Put put a check on that. With Klay Thompson off for the season. We know last year, his guts, big balls, ACL tear, coming back, hitting those free throws. Still want to play for his team. He's gone for the season. Stephen Curry. Fracture hand is rumored to keep him out of the season, even though they're kumbayaing and saying, you know, Steve Kerr, he might come back. He might play. Clay may come back. Regardless, this kid might sit out the rest of the season. Played a couple of games this year. Looked okay. And now D'Angelo Russell is going to be out for probably a few weeks or a month or so uh, with some uh, slight sprain injury. So this team, in other words, you can't recognize who they're putting on the floor right now. Because all their superstars are gone, either to injury or free agency. So right now, you got a whole bunch of guys playing out there that you have no clue when they hit the floor. But they're playing very hard. One thing you got to give them credit, they're playing very hard. Because tonight, the Golden State Warriors, even though they played a crappy team in the Pelicans, who are without Zion Williamson, lost 108 to 100. And the master plan that the Golden State Warriors have in place, I am going to break it down to you right now in this segment in episode 72. So yes, the Warriors, no doubt about it, will have a losing season. This losing season is going to take them, help them get a top 10 pick in next year's draft. Let me tell you something, bro. Go back. They'll get a top 10 pick. They'll get a player they're going to draft because they're very smart in drafting players. Draymond Green, Klay Thompson in the teens, Steph Curry. They draft good players. They did a great job. And Draymond Green is is a second round player. But also with witnessing the developing the development of Eric Pascal. This kid right here tonight, actually, in the loss of 108 to 100, had a monster game. Our buddy Pascal dropped 30 points. He went straight ham on these cats. And even though he's getting a lot of minutes because of the void and the and the amount of you know players they're missing. But look, 35 minutes, 10 for 17, 8 out of 10 free throws. 
The dude dropped 30 points. You, you can't go wrong with that. You have a legitimate player here that's being developed, and that's gonna be that's gonna be an impact. It's gonna be an impact for the team, and that's what they do. So you got the development of, of a young man like Eric Pascal. Draymond is on the long term contract. So is Stephen Curry. So is Draymond Green. D'Lo is on an, on a long term contract himself. So let's put the pieces together. You got a starting five right here. You're missing a center, but you got pieces to the Golden State system. A developing player, which, by the way, Eric Pascal, second rounder, 41st pick in the second round. And they've gotten themselves a very nice surprise. But this is a team, man, that kind of has the best recruiting in the league. Eric Pascal right now is their best player, all right, at the season, averaging 15 points a game, 15.6, 4.6 rebounds, 1.3 assists. Look, when you have all these players back, D'Lo, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Clay. Draymond playing together and Steph Curry with Pascal. I think he's going to keep the same numbers. Pascal has shown that he could play in this league, can do the the very fundamentals, can score. That's a great piece that it's going to contribute to when this team is fully healthy with a top 10 pick in next year's draft. That's huge. That is unbelievably big for this team. Apart from that, this team, once it's fully healthy, will have enough cap room to sign multiple or a big free agent that's going to contribute to this lineup. Let's break this down again. Steph Curry will be back. Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, D'Angelo Russell, who is balling out of his mind and know that he could be, he's an all-star, could be an all-star, could be a great player to contribute. Eric Pascal, development and fitting in this rotation with all these superstars, top 10 draft pick that they will get next year because they will have a losing season this year. And also enough cap room to sign some nice pieces in the next free agency market that's the golden state master plan my friend they're not stupid they will get what they need to get they will have a losing season but they will be back competing next year don't be surprised nba finals 2021 all right because that's the kind of team that team is that's a great organization they have great minds in the front office they draft well Draymond Green, second round. Eric Pascal, second round. Clay, 13th or 12th pick or something like that. Steph wasn't even that high either. They keep adding these pieces. Looney, second round kind of guy. They got D'Lo now. D'Angelo Russell. They will have a top, a top 10 pick next year and they will get the right guy. And a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but enough money to sign free agents. Key free agent players that will contribute to the system. Don't get it twisted. This losing season for the Golden State Warriors is not going in vain. On the other hand, they will take advantage, seize the moment, and reap the rewards from all these injuries this year from all the losses. And they will be back to a contender in the 2021-22 season. I'm telling you, man, you you, you actually heard it here first. Before any other radio station or any other sports analyst does, I am calling it right now. The master plan will work for the Golden State Warriors and they'll be back in the playoffs and contending for a championship next year. It is what it is. You heard it here first. Your boy E-Man said it. Moving on. Russell Wilson, man. Even though he didn't play this weekend, I had this on my notes that I needed to talk about Russell Wilson because in my mind, Russ is leading the MVP race this year in the NFL. That dude is a legitimate beast. How unique this guy is 
how much of a competitor and a warrior Russell Wilson is and the kind of season he's putting together, he has to be your top dog for MVP so far this year up to this point. Right now, they're number they're, they're in second place in the NFC West after San Francisco, who's 9-1. They're 8-2. Russell is doing what Russell does. Puts his mediocre team on his back and takes him to the finish line, just like he did his rookie season with that great defense. His regular season stats are on fire. He had another fourth quarter pu- comeback last week and by Monday Night Football. But so far this season, he's thrown for t- over 2,700 yards, 23 touchdowns, and two interceptions. And I forget how many fourth quarter comebacks. I think it's four out of the eight wins or something like that. But this that's a stat that actually you know kind of blows me out of my mind. Russell Wilson is such a clutch quarterback with his unique skill set. Russell right now is tied for number 23 of all time in fourth quarter comebacks. He has 21 of them. All right, since he's since he got drafted, since he started playing in 2012. Seven seasons. Now, you know what the the, the the quarterback that has the most fourth quarter comebacks is Peyton Manning with 43. All right. But, you know, Peyton Manning played from 1998 to 2015. That's unbelievable. Look at Brady. Brady has played 19 seasons, 2000 to 2019. He has 35. But what Russell is doing is so special right now in a short-lived career. Definitely due for an MVP this year. Come on, 23 touchdowns, two picks? That's what he does. Russell is one of the few quarterbacks or the only quarterback that does and has a unique skill set. How he's able to React on the clutch. He runs when he needs to. Scrambles out of trouble from defenders and makes that pinpoint precision pass. Hits that dude on the corner. I mean, come on. He's not like he has a number one receiver, man. Lockett is a nice player, but he ain't all that. The rookie, I forget his name right now, but the rookie is really Metcalf. He's really good. Has the size, but he's not there yet. Carson is a mediocre back. All right, it's even a second rounder. Fumbles the ball like crazy. But what Russell Wilson does is unreal how he gets out of trouble and is able to react, have enough sense to make the right play, whether it's with his feet or throwing the ball. 23 touchdowns, two interceptions. Sick, very insanely sick. Right now, if it keeps on this pace, which is a stat that I, I'm not a great fan of, you know, fourth quarter comebacks, it shows that you're clutch, but it also shows that you're from behind a lot, so that means your team is not that great defensively even though the Legion of Boom was nasty when he won that Super Bowl and he was one pass away from, you know, beating Brady. So anyway, it was a bad call by the coach. Anyway, they should have given it to uh, the beast Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, and they would have definitely won that season. But anyway, going back to that, this dude is just a unique talent that nobody else in the NFL possesses. I hate it when Baker Mayfield gets compared to Russell Wilson because Baker Mayfield will never be able to wear Russell Westbrook's jockstrap. He doesn't have... The mentality, clutch, the clutch gene, all right, the smarts, the ability, all right, and also he's a great humble dude that you know keeps his head level. He keeps a level head and stays down, unlike Baker Mayfield. So I hate when they compare players like Baker Mayfield to Russell Wilson because it's an insult to Russell Wilson, legacy, and ability on and off the field. The dude is just on a different level, and he's definitely winning the race, the MVP race this season this far. And unless something crazy happens, he just goes in a real bad slump, which I doubt it, or he gets injured, this dude should be lifting that trophy. And don't be surprised, man. He's he's definitely will take his team far and deep into the playoffs. And don't be surprised if we see him in the Super Bowl because, hey, nothing, nothing surprises me about Russell Wilson. That quarterback put him on my team any day in the fourth quarter when I'm down with three minutes left because he's nasty and he's clutch.
That's the kind of player Russell Wilson is. And he should definitely, so far, is winning the MVP race in my book. And if something crazy or the or you know the apocalypse of this earth happens in the next seven weeks, he should be the MVP at the end of the season. The dude is great. He's a great quarterback. He does the right things. He does the, the, the simple things. Has great common sense. Is a leader. Is a great leader, man. And Seattle has a quarterback for the rest of their career. And they'll be stupid if they don't lock this down with an extension in the next two years. Nobody can do what Russell does, man. The closest player that I've seen right now that reminds me of Russell. And again, he's proving me wrong from calling him too short. And he's going to be able to accomplish is Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray has the same skill set. He's smaller than Russell, but can run out the pocket and make that nice throw, just like he's, he's proven so far this year. But Russell is the king this year when it comes to the quarterbacks. Mahomes has been hurt. All the other, all the other dinosaurs, Brady, Breeze, Rivers, have been you know, old. Lamar Jackson having a nice season, but he's no Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the top quarterback this year in the NFL. And he's actually been out there. Just doesn't get recognized because he gets he plays in Seattle. But he's my MVP this far this year. Don't get it twisted, man. It is what it is. Russell is the man. He's a legit, he's a legit beast and a heck of a player. Let me close out the show, man. Let me close out this week's episode with Mr. Colin Kaepernick, who I haven't spoken about at all since I started my podcast about a year and a half ago. But as you all know, Colin Kaepernick had his closed workout uh, in front of the NFL this past weekend, this past Saturday. And he had about a 40-minute workouts that, you know, showcases abilities, right? You know, goes out there throwing some passes, see what he could still do. And even though I could care less, I don't miss politics and sports, but I'm going to focus on the sport part of this portion right here. Give you my take on what I what this whole scenario of Colin Kaepernick, uh, I'm going to break down to you that in regards to what my takeaway was from what he said in his, you know, self-made conference, you know, press conference afterwards. But as we all know, Russ, uh, Colin Kaepernick has been, you know, well publicized from kneeling for the flag. And, you know, he was he hasn't been signed for a team in the past like three years or whatever the case may be. And he's trying to make himself way back to the NFL saying, you know, and also he's really pushing and advertising out there that he's been blackballed for the NFL. There's players like Eric Reed and other ones that support him. He had a 40 minute workout, show some skills. You can see he can still throw, you know, you're out there in shorts. Nobody's covering you. Nobody's rushing you. You got receivers of your choice that he brought in. One of the things he did, he threw some passes, those nice bombs. Hey, look, even a, a freaking college quarterback or high school quarterback can go out there with no pads, nobody trying to rush you, no, nobody in front of you, and hit deep throws to a freaking wide receiver. So let's not get it twisted. Any professional semi-pro can do that. All right? I can't. And I'm going to play the clip for you. Let me actually, let me play the clip of his post-workout quick press conference he made with the you know chosen few reporters that he allowed in his uh, showcase. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth, stop running from the people. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court. We're ready to go. Listen to that. Here's what I think, right? I'm going to give you the main takeaways. He decided to move his workout last minute from the schedule of venue. 
to a venue of his choosing in front of the media reps of his choosing. He went ahead. He had eight different representatives from eight different teams out there. He said he's ready for another opportunity. And some of the words that jumped out to me, I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. And we all know why I came out here. Showed it today in front of everybody. So we're waiting for the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, and all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We out here. We're ready to play. So again, I don't know if there's a lot of legitimate feelings about what he just did today and his words. Because he's still accusing. We've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We want the 32 teams to stop running. Stop running from the truth. What truth do we got to think about, right? What else do we got to think about this, man? You, you, you haven't played for three years. You, you've denied some uh, contracts that have been offered to you because you don't want to be a backup quarterback and is out there publicized. What It doesn't see a lot of legitimacy or truthful that he wants to play in the NFL. Look, I may not agree with the way he is protesting. I'm not a fan of the medium. I have family and close childhood friends who have served and are currently serving in the military, all right, that I respect very much because the military protects this country in order so schmucks like me can get in front of a laptop, record something on an MP3, and put it out there for y'all to listen. So kneeling for the national anthem or the national flag is one thing I am not down for. I also have a lot of family and close friends that are serving protect. They're police officers. They're out there every day risking their lives to make sure that idiots like me and everybody else out there is safe out on the streets as best they can. Again, I am not against what Colin Kaepernick is protesting for. Equality, freedom. You know, I'm all about freedom of speech, man. It's the beautiful thing about this country. I'm an immigrant myself. I came here when I was very young. My dad, may rest in peace with my mom, risked her lives to come here from a communist country so I could have the opportunity to go to school, make a life for myself, provide for my family like I'm doing now. And also, again, freedom of speech to me is huge because I grew up in a communist country. Not grew up, but I was, I was born there. I was there when I was six years old. You know, I understand the freedoms that they risk to get here for me and my brother to have. So I can be able to provide it for my kids and my own family like I'm doing now. So I am all for equality, social justice, all day, every day, man. But I don't support the medium he has chosen or chose, which is disrespecting a country, troops, and a flag. You could do whatever you want, man. But I believe the medium is not the right one. Disagree with me. And I hate missing politics or sports because this is one of the few ones. But my main takeaway is at the end of the day, I believe that Colin Kaepernick does not want a job in the NFL. He's doing this whole workout in relation with all the events leading to the workout shows me that he's in there for the clout, stay relevant, and that for the job. It's very difficult for me to see a guy that wants a job to go out there and keep preaching the same shit and bash the owners are trying to, that he's trying to get a job from. At the end of the day, man, you've been out of the NFL. You really want to get back you try your best. Get back to that medium. Get back to that particular position. Get back. Get your job. Then do what you need to do. But you can never apply for a job and bash the owners and bash the company you're going to work for. That's not the way it works. So it shows me that he's not legitimate and really, really wanting to play in the NFL again. 
And does he want a backup quarterback job? Because that's what he's going to get. He's going to get a backup job right now. He's not going to get a starting job. By his comments, post-interview, moving the venue in the last minute, choosing the right, choosing his own media people, his own receivers, you know, not going to the venue that the NFL chose for him. It's all about his clout, his relevancy himself, and not the job, and not the reason. That's what I see. I may be wrong, but damn, it's all about the clout. It's not about the job. Thank you very much for listening. I do want to go ahead and say some words. I should have done this earlier. This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Jazz Sports, who is an online gaming platform that offers betting, sports, casino, and race books since 1994. So listen, bro, whether you are a casual or degenerate gambler, Jazz Sports will satisfy all your gambling needs. Click on the link in the description, which will be right below, to sign up and use my promo code EMEN150 for 150% free bonus play. Yo, 150% free bonus, but you can't go wrong with that when you sign up with my code EMEN150. Go ahead and check out their also additional monthly promotional bonuses because they have a lot. So don't forget, check out Jazz Sports by clicking in the link in the description below and use promo code EMEN150 for 150% free bonus play. Now go get rich, boys and girls. Do your thing. Get that cheddar. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate the love. Took two weeks off, man. Had a lot of things going on. But the blow, but the downloads were blowing up. We're still coming in strong. Appreciate you all. My loyal listeners, I appreciate you all. My new listeners, welcome aboard this crazy-ass ride. Check, follow me on Twitter. Check out the link, the description. I'm sorry for all the, for the, uh, yeah, you have all the links to all the platforms where you can listen to my podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you all. Your boy E-Man signing off. Peace.